0: Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul.
1: Right, guys. Now, the coronavirus pandemic has made us appreciate that we have shelter, clothing and food. But... There are many who are still in need from children to the elderly. The, the Robin Hood Foundation now is reaching out to them in the hashtag share your treasure campaign and needs your help. So to tell us more about this this afternoon, we have on the phone lines from the foundation, the chairperson, Cindy Norcott No stranger to the official drive. Good afternoon, Cindy. How are you?
0: Hi there, Lloyd. It's wonderful to be here. I'm great. Thank you.
1: Good to have you on, uh, Cindy, this afternoon. Now, uh, from working with communities, Cindy, what can you tell us about the situation on the ground now that we're exactly one year into COVID as well? Uh, you are hands-on, and what's what's going on on the ground?
0: Um, Lloyd, literally the moment the um, lockdown was announced, we just saw the flood of appeals from the public, from individuals, from community organizations, church groups, Um, social workers just saying people are starving literally people were who were on the breakdown who were working day to day and and you know not not with no support system who were literally relying on the kindness of strangers or on on opportunities like daily work lost all opportunities of lockdown so that started a spiral of um, poverty and need and i think a lot of people haven't been able to get out of it in fact for some people they are worse off this year than they were last year. They they might have had some savings, some support, and some people are losing jobs now. So we are getting calls not only from the poorest communities, but from various communities where people are saying there are um, citizens in our in our streets. You know, they have a house, but they don't have food, and people who've lost jobs. And yeah, you know, the, it's it's been uh, it's been harsh. I must say, in the 16 years that I've uh, been running the Robin Hood Foundation, I have never seen the the depth and the level of need as we have seen this past year. Now, Cindy, tell
1: us about the Share Your Treasure initiative and how does it actually work?
0: Okay, Lloyd, you know what we thought is, um, you know, normally we have uh, fundraisers and lovely events where people meet in person. Remember those good old days, hey? And um, we decided with the new year, what we would do is because a lot of people are scared to connect and meet up and it's not appropriate and it's not safe, we thought, how can people help from the comfort of their home, uh, you know, and be safe and isolated? So one thing we realized is a lot of people might not have money to donate and a lot of people don't like donating money they feel they've got donor fatigue you know they're not sure if they can trust people with money so what we thought is a lot of people have got things in their house that they they you know i love that saying one man's junk is another man's treasure and what we've asked the public to do is to get involved for april so we are just a couple of days away from april to set aside a black bag or a a box or two or three of them and on the first of april put in one item from their home that fits into a bag that can be used by somebody else, so it could be um, a pair of shoes that you've you know that you no longer want, or it could be a dress or a jersey that you 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 know you've outgrown. It could be a toy, it could be a book, it could be something from the kitchen like a Tupperware or a mug. Um, and what we're hoping is on the second of April, two items go in. On the third, three three items go in. So literally by the end of April, we are hoping that I think the the, the total amount is nearly probably about 500 items will be taken. And then we ask people to drop them off um, at our drop-off points or they can contact us and we can collect if they are in a fairly central area. But what we were hoping to do is each week we will have lucky draws where people can win hampers and vouchers. And at the end of April, we also offer three 1,000 rand uh, prizes to to just thank the public for getting involved. Um, Also, if a corporate wants to get involved... um, They can send us some photos of them collecting their treasure and then we can do a a social media post for that corporate company or that, that business that would like, or even a school, you know, that would like to get involved.
1: Now, I'll tell you what, Cindy, You have to confess, right? It's also a good way for people to declutter because there's items lying around that you no longer use. It could be useful to others. And I'm, I'm guilty of that. I mean, this weekend I stumbled upon things that I didn't even knew, knew existed were lying in the corner of my room. I'm like, was that really there? But brand new condition. And I'm like, OK, mm. you know, so this is a kind of a way for people to actually. St- and most people start spring cleaning now before we get into winter, you know. Um, so a mm. perfect time, isn't it?
0: It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. And I think, Lloyd, I don't know about you, but this last year I think has been so humbling for many of us. And I know that during the lockdown, when I spent more time at home than I think I'd ever done before, it got me to walking around the house with a little bit of a uh, like an, an eye for my, you know, looking at things and going, gosh, my cupboards are full. Why mm-hmm. do I keep that here? This isn't necessary. And I think the funny irony that many of us have experienced is realizing that how in life we trade our time for money so that we can buy things. And when you give them away, we realize we have more fun giving them away than when we actually own them. 100%. So, um, yeah, so I think for, for us, it's not about um, going out and buying things. It's about looking at what you have and thinking, if there was a resident who lived in a shack who had nothing, could they benefit from having this item? You know. So you can imagine the joy that, that people will have when they open their bags, because you create bags with a selection of kitchen items, some linen, toys, shoes, clothing, and any other donations that come in. And and we take these into communities alongside bags of staples such as maize and scent and beans. And then, you know, these are distributed mm. to a poor, poor family who, Honestly, even if they don't need that item, they will then uh, give it to their neighbor or barter it or, you know, nothing, nothing goes to waste. And that's what I love about this project is that, It's true sort of, um, you know, handing over items and, and it's it's almost trying to help address or redress inequality. You know, some people are sitting with nothing and suddenly the community is massively, um, you know, blessed by, by these, you know, this, this, um, community, you know, this, this community project where we just literally bring in tons of items but put directly into the hands of the people that have been identified through the community and social workers. So it's not a random thing. It's done, you know, knowing that these people are in amongst the poorest in the community.
1: Now Siddhart so you touched a few minutes earlier on an intensive uh, weekly prizes for those who share pictures of their treasures on social media. Very quickly tell us about that.
0: Yeah, so we've got quite a few um, organizations that have have gotten involved with us. So we've got um, beautiful toiletry hampers that have been donated. Um, We're asking people to tell us what they they would do with the thousand rand, um, who would they support? So we try and encourage people to support local as well. So somebody might say, "That's my favorite restaurant is this one down the road. They've been hit from the lockdown. We'd like to support them. So it's been very, very exciting to try and spread the love, you know. And um, Lloyd, if I could just tell you um, what what the go is like, because, you know, we've, we've, we've often gone to, and, and created markets mm. before for the for the, the poor communities. And let me tell you, the, the two items that we can never, ever get enough of and, and we, it reaches such excitement levels are linen, any linen. So it could be towels, pillowcases. Sheets, um, cushions, blankets, any linen is is absolutely like gold. And then secondly, shoes. Shoes for children, shoes for adults, any types of shoes. Um, we we you know we just find that um, these are the two items that people absolutely, desperately are looking for.
1: Now, Cindy, drop-off points uh, for you guys. If people uh, want to know, I mean, if they're nearby, where are those drop-off points?
0: Yeah, so we've got one at Broadway Pharmacy in Durban North, which is a very popular uh, drop-off point. Um, So that's Broadway Pharmacy. Um, There's a company called TGA Agencies in 18 Underwood Road in Poundtown. And we've got Will and Weave in Hillcrest, which is at Lily's Quarter. Um, We also um, can collect. Um, So if somebody says, gosh, you know, we've got a whole lot of stuff Remember, this doesn't even have to be from your your home. It could even be your office or your factory or your business where you say, actually, you know what, we've we've got so much stuff. Um, for instance, if you've got stationary items, those will go to the various... Um, We're actually doing a stationary drive for a primary school right now where we want to give all the grade 7 learners a bag of stationary, um, and that's 120 people. So any items we receive, we will really try and work out who are the most... Um, suitable recipients and then create projects around that.
1: And uh, like you said, you're also encouraging businesses to get on board, Cindy. Now for those who would like more information, Um, how can they get in touch with the Robin Hood Foundation?
0: I think the easiest, Lloyd, would probably be just to drop us an email and we'll respond within 24 hours, if not earlier. And our email address is info at RobinhoodFoundation.co.za.
1: Any final words uh, from you, Cindy, to everyone listening in across the country? You did mention businesses as well. Maybe someone's listening in and they're like, all right, so how, how can a corporate get involved? So if we don't have stuff, how can they get involved?
0: Well, you know, uh, corporates can get involved. They might want to sponsor some of the food. They might have um, corporate gift items they, they're happy to donate. Remember, this is a free form of marketing as well. Um, and and we'd love any corporates to get involved if they'd like to, and any family, any individual who goes, my gosh, I can make such a difference. Um, you know, that's what we're looking at. And Lloyd, if if I tell you that in the last two months we've had close to a hundred thousand items that we've been that we've distributed. Whoa, in that's a and lot of this, items. It's been exciting, you know, and and literally a flow of abundance. Um, we, we, we literally, um, you know, the our storage units, and um, two days later, they pull again, we empty them out, but as I say, we turn these into projects where each bag is specially packed and um, so that there's a, a variety of items per person that receives them. So um, it's done very, very carefully and um, done to kind of create uh, something that's valuable and worthwhile for the recipient. So, you know, it's just really a project. I mean, we're in our 16th year as the Robin Hood Foundation and... This project, I mean, when, when you can imagine going into a very poor community where they know they're getting a bag of food and this massive bag full of treasure. And, um, and I know it's nothing maybe you and I would be excited about, but for somebody who lives in a, in a small little place with very little, um, this can be a lifeline. It can be dignity. It can be warmth in winter. Um, so yeah, and, and, you know, we, we are blown away. I must tell you, Lloyd, we live in the most generous province. You know, we ask, and people just their hearts are open. Hey, everybody wants to help. And I must tell you, despite all the hardships that we've seen in the last year, we have seen the kindness of people saying, "You know, I haven't got money, but I can give this. I haven't got money, but I can give time." I, you know, people are incredibly kind. So, as um, me, as much as I've seen struggle, I think I've seen so many, you know, great uh, human experiences, great acts of kindness, and and we've been absolutely speechless some days at at the, the, the amount of support we've received from the public. We really have a heart to making a difference. I think we've all understood how difficult times are for so many people. And I think we all want to make a difference.
1: Well, I'm glad you said that, uh, Cindy, that we live in the most, uh, what can I say, uh, giving province, if you can put it that way, in simpler terms. Because um, people want to donate and sponsor stuff because our WhatsApp line is already buzzing now. And people are asking if you can do pickups or where can they get stuff done. Some people have stuff at home and if somebody can fetch it. So, once again, before you leave us, Cindy, uh, that Robinhood contact information for us.
0: Yes, thank you. So, our email address is info at Robinhoodfoundation.co.ca.
1: Thank you very much. Cindy Norco, chairperson of the Robin Hood Foundation, thank you very much for joining us. All the best with the, the project and, of course, hashtag share your treasure campaign. and uh, may you guys be blessed with the great work that you're doing.
0: And, Lloyd, thank you for your ongoing support for the Robin Hood Foundation. We really value everything you've done over the last many years for us.
1: Always a pleasure, Cindy. I do miss being on the field with the kids, though, but I guess once COVID is done, we'll have a party for everybody. <laughs> we will be back, <laughs> absolutely. God bless. <laughs> Thank you, Lloyd.
0: Lotus at M. Yeah. Not share the experience. Share yeah. the experience.